everybody, what is up? Welcome in to Empty Your Pew. Uh, my name is Dustin, and with me is Cameron. Hello! And today we are breaking down uh, the new Judd Apatow movie starring Pete Davidson, the king of Staten Island. Yeah, and it's um, not your average Judd Apatow film. Really? Okay. Yeah, because it's written by him, Pete Davidson, and I forget the third person. Okay. Um, but it is more along the lines. It's not autobiographical on Pete Davidson, but it is adjacent to his real life. It's like, it, yeah, it's like not quite an autobiography. His, his dad and is a firefighter who died. Mm-hmm. Um, Pete Davidson's dad died in 9-11 and they don't have it. This guy died in a house fire that, or like a building fire that he went back to save someone. Oh, okay. And the building collapsed on him. Um, Lives with his mother in the basement of a Staten Island, Staten Island home, which is autobiographical, uh, which is. Yeah. <laughs> and he does a lot of drugs and he sells drugs to kids. He's a funny dude. And he's just a funny. dude. So you get a pretty good taste of uh, of what Pete Davidson's life may have been in the hyperbolic ideals mm-hmm. of a Judd Apatow film, if you will. OK. Um, but it, it's as you know, it's really steeped in darkness and tragedy. Um, everyone does a really good job in it. Really well acted, uh, well directed. It doesn't play the same way as like, this is 40 or, um, knocked up Mm -hmm. or at, was Apatow knocked up or no, the 40 old virgin. Yeah, he was, he was the 40 old virgin. This is 40. Knocked up. Uh, funny people. Funny people. This is forty. And uh, Trainwreck. Yeah, he train directed Trainwreck. Train yes, he did. Which that one is also supposed to be like mildly autobiographical to to Amy Schumer. To Amy Schumer. Yeah. Um, even though she's not in comedy in that, and then like Funny People is essentially him and Adam Sandler and how they came up like in comedy. It's more mm-hmm. like Adam Sandler's life, which he's done that I think with like the last few movies that he's made. Is it's more tapping into someone's like experience their actual story yeah yeah. like this is 40 is like his experience is like getting old yeah yeah midlife crisis style uh yeah exactly so it you know they're but those movies have they have a sense of realism to them Mm -hmm. and that like improv style and stuff but they're nowhere near as like dark as this because you have pete davidson who's this like arrested development type um, not the show, but like the actual Arrested right, Development. Actual like, thing, yeah. He's, you know, just stuck as a kid, essentially, kind of locked in the trauma of his dad dying and not being able to get past that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, I don't know. It touched on like a lot of personal notes because I come from, like, I, I have a dead parent. I had a uh, step parent come in uh, a little bit after that. And you kind of have to cope with that. And that's what he has to do with Bill Burr, who's a knocking it out of the fucking park in this <laughs> movie but he's also a firefighter right like, uh yeah like yeah Dude, bilber is a yeah. firefighter um and they have you know they kind of like bond over that later but they go mm. to their trials and tribulations and and everything and you 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 get a really like um it's like i don't know how to it's like uh shit <laughs> i want to say humbling idea of like pete davidson because like you kind of see him as this larger than life character on snl who is really open about his mental illness 
and right and which is also like a humbling thing but he's also a dude who wears like bape and like <laughs> you know he's got the yeah. newest shoes and shit so it's like it's hard to i don't know reconcile the two yeah like yeah Pete it's like Davidson. it's like yeah it's like how can you be so sad with all the money that you're able to spend on this shit and i know that experience is very odd like i normally don't see myself in things mm-hmm. and you but you can kind of tell that it's like it's like retail therapy and shit like that and mm-hmm. this is i don't know if he actually like struggled with his mom dating new people after his dad died because i can't in my case it was not a tragedy like 9-11 that my mom died from so it's like it's a completely different scenario like if your parent dies in a national tragedy yeah like one of the biggest uh, (laughs) then it's a little harder to like kind of reconcile things like your parent finding a new companion but in any scenario a divorce or a parent passing it is one of the hardest things to kind of get over that hump of this other person being in your life and this kind of evaluates it acknowledges and evaluates a lot of that uh, delves into kind of like drug use and him just kind of being a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> and that, and I really uh, identified with that because when you go through traumas like that, it does sometimes change you for the worst. Right. And that's like what this movie shows. It's just, this movie is just you kind of watching this really shitty dude kind of find his way in life, but to the best of his abilities. Okay. And it's not like, there's not some big sweeping change or some like, you know, grand gesture. The end, his grand gesture is like a really small gesture. That's just, it's just human of him. Mm -hmm. And it's him recognizing kind of love and humanity and other people where like that shit gets taken away from you kind of when you lose a parent like that. And that's really what I loved about this movie It's really good. It's probably my favorite Apatow film. And obviously because I have a personal like, right tie to it in a way but it was my favorite apatow film probably since um god i want to say knocked up maybe yeah like i like funny people and this is 40 but i wasn't like stitches exploding out of my (laughs) you know like laughing doubled over and everything but this one was it's so, not that funny. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Like, is this like laugh out loud, or is this it is like... if you can relate to the shittiness of his character? Okay, it's hard as a normal person that hasn't gone through anything like this, or even experienced anything like this, or just been kind of a piece of trash in their life. Like, if you're just kind of someone who lives your life like wholesome and great, you're not really gonna get the humor that Pete Davidson is putting across in this movie. Okay, because it is like it's just like they sell drugs out of their basement window to like a 14, 15 year old kid. He gives a 10 year old a tattoo, (laughs) (laughs) which is what the catalyst is to his mother meeting Bill Burr because it's Bill Burr's kid. And he like brings the kid over and is like yelling (laughs) at him. It's, it's, it's a lot of scenes that are really, really like awkward Mm -hmm. and, and angry. Okay. Angry is the best way to put it. There's a lot of like anger in the film. Because it's like you don't know how to cope with certain right, things. Like that's that's what you get from that shit. Like losing a parent, an untimely death of a parent, all you have is anger sometimes because you're just you have no idea how to process, especially at a young age. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be 24 in this movie, but I think he loses his dad like f- at 17, 18, or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
but it does really like put a lot of anger in your soul because you don't know how to reconcile that fact with religion without religion it's hard to be like well i just go through the rest of my life without this person that was supposed to be there for this stuff yeah and that's like he talks about a lot of that like where dad won't be there for this and stuff like that and it's like you have this kinship to him if you experience that stuff and it's really cool like to see that in a film because honestly like when that stuff happened with my family and even up till now, you know, I became a writer for a little bit and I was doing journalism and I've always wanted to kind of like tell my story of like my youth because Mm -hmm. it's, it's a wild shit. Right. But I just never really like thought anyone would want to see that. (laughs) Right. Like no one wants to just watch a dark film about a shitty person be shitty. And then all of a sudden one day they're like, Oh fuck! I've been shitty this whole time. I've been so so they yeah. just spend the rest of their life trying to like redeem themselves to the people they were shitty to. Okay. Um, and you know this gives you that, and it's, it was really refreshing and nice to see. And it doesn't, it doesn't sit on things like most like knocked up and the you're so gay scene. There's none of that stuff. <laughs> like yeah. there's none of that where it just plays on the shit. Like just trying to riff. The movie's never just trying to riff on stuff because that's not the comedian that Pete that Davidson, Davidson is. Yeah, no, he's no. like every thing he does is very related to his life. Like his most recent stand-up, especially he goes on about the Ariana Grande thing for like 15 minutes. Yeah. That's like the whole last part of his special. And it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And everything he's talking about is personal. And I like to see that out of comedians nowadays because it's like a, I don't know. There's like this kind of, grandeur to comedy Mm -hmm. that people give you these stories and stuff and they're funny but they're not believable and that's why i like comedians like davidson like mark maron uh Patton oswald to a degree uh bill hicks back in the day people who uh or bill burr right now too as well (laughs) um people who don't really dabble in hyperbole or just like bullshitting uh, it's observational comedy, of course, but it's observing like their own life and their own shortcomings. It's all yeah, it's and not, the negative things in life. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. And, and like riffing on headlines and, and yeah, politics. And yeah, stuff. you know, or like, like the standard stuff to, it, or you know, what it is to be fifty years old. Yeah, exactly. You know, like Pat Oswalt's new stand-up is all about that. It's it's really funny though. <laughs> um, but you know, it was just nice to see something that's showing the side of life that you don't really get because a lot of these things where someone loses a parent in movies you get like this really downtrodden like everything's been taken away and now they're a phoenix rising from the ashes and they're this great human now and all this and it's like it's not really like that like maybe some people are but i don't know tragedy like that to me and to most of the people i know who have parents who died when they were young mm-hmm. were really jaded and were really angry and we really like kind of like, like hey fuck you how do we channel like, this how do we get this yeah out? it's like it's like but it, you're just like because you, you sometimes you see like like I, I get upset sometimes when kids are talking about like divorce and stuff and it's like oh my parents are divorced oh it's so sad it's like oh that's cool it's like oh i wish i could t- yeah, I wish I could talk to my mom this way. This, you know, I'm like, oh, that's yeah. I wish I could talk to my mom without a Ouija board, but you know, it's cool. Right. So you know, it's just it's those things where you're like, you get really jaded and like, just upset about someone else's uh, fortune, if you will. 
Right, like you have so much like looking at it's the, like i get it your parents are separated but you can still see both of them and right. you're the asshole who's being an asshole to them like i can't be an asshole to my mom and this dude can't be an asshole to his dad because they're fucking dead like right and it's just that's uh, it's really cool it's really dark which i really enjoyed like it's just not it's not a, it's a grimy movie okay it is staten island like it's <laughs> not it's not trying to show staten island in this light of like Oh, it's a beautiful borough. And yeah, come check it oh, out. Oh, it's New York. It's like, no, this right. is the dumpster of New York. Like, this is trash. We are trash people, and it's all trash that occupies here. And I really, really like that because that's all you've ever heard of Staten Island outside of the Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan is probably the only thing. I think they make a joke about that in the movie. Oh, really? Was okay. like, yeah, or I think he did that in a stand-up special where he's like, I'm from Staten Island. It's just trash people there, and except, the for the Wu-Tang. It's like, yeah. except for the Wu-Tang Clan. That, yeah, I think that was actually a special. <laughs> and it's like only two of them are from Staten Island, I think. Cause, uh, yeah, I think Because they're all from all different boroughs. I think ODB was from Brooklyn. Yeah, home of the Brooklyn okay. squad. So Wu-Tang killer bees on the swarm. So it's not like, like you said, like not like super fall down funny like the other no. movies might have been. But like, no, it's more like it, funny people funny. Is it long? Uh, it's two hours, 15, yeah. But just like, does it feel long? It, like that's been the it thing doesn't. with episode movies. Yeah, lately, is like they go on just way too long. Trainwreck, Trainwreck, Trainwreck big time. Trainwreck, forty. Trainwreck could have been an hour forty-five. Funny people. Like, yeah, all these movies have like an extra half hour, forty minutes. Yeah, on. yeah. Funny people doesn't need the whole Eric Bana him with Leslie Mann stuff. Yeah. Like, even though it's pretty like integral to everything, you're just kind of like, uh, this is boring. It, yeah, so um, is, is speaking of Leslie Mann, is she in this at all? Or? No, she's not. Marissa Tomei but, is the yeah, as the mom. Marissa Tomei is the mom who it, I, that I love. Marissa Tomei, she is fantastic. She can do no wrong. Yeah, like she just she's kind of the same character in everything a little <laughs> bit. Like from she's hit a really good sweet spot now though. Like she's she's really a, a mom a, from New York, like that's like she's Spider Man's <laughs> aunt. She's, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, all, sorry. Yeah, Aunt, like, even though Aunt May is like a mom figure, basically, especially in these, like, is, if she's not old, like Aunt May is in the comics, it's like it's it's, it feels more motherly. Yeah. Um. But yeah. It, it well. So one thing though, and I made this point while we were watching it, my fiance and I, and um, Kevin Smith likes to put his daughter in all his movies now oh yeah he like wrote movies for her yeah every movie he has actually the most recent jay and silent bob is just a vehicle for him to like show off his daughter's acting talent big big air quotes around that one okay and i would really hope i hope he sees this movie and i hope it kind of like awakens something in him because mod um apatow Mm -hmm. is a delight she plays his younger sister in this okay and you it doesn't feel like you're watching the director's daughter just be in the movie. She feels like a real actress. She feels like she's his real sister who is really fed up with his shit. Okay. Because it's like, he's this piece of shit who just adds more stress to his mother's life after their father died. And has just added stress to her life. Cause all he does is fail and And blame everything. yeah. Yeah. And just blame everything on everyone else and all that. I fucking I've been there. Trust me. <laughs> um, and and she does a really great. There's a scene where she just lays into him, and like tells him off, and then he just kind of doesn't get it, and she just walks away. She's like, well, you know, she's just very whatever, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like you're watching someone act that way. You really are watching someone lay into a sibling, tell them how much of a piece of shit they are. 
they don't get what you're talking about. So the only recourse you have is just like, well, what the fuck? I, I don't know what to do at, at this point. point. Yeah. See, ya. it's like, like, there's nothing left for me to do. I've tried everything. Okay. And it's, it's really awesome. And I just hope that Kevin Smith can get something from that <laughs> to where a director puts his daughter in a movie and she's not a, like absolute drag on watching the movie. Interesting. Because, okay. That's cool. That's good to know. Cause Jay and silent Bob reboot. Mm-hmm. The two biggest issues in that movie are the, his daughter whose name escapes me, right? Oh, Harley Quinn Smith. How the fuck did I forget that? Harley Quinn Smith, um, is just really bad mm-hmm. throughout the film. And then the characters of Jay and silent Bob forget that they're Jay and Silent Bob for the first 20 minutes of the film. And then remember the characters of Jay and Silent Bob, like the two dudes who have played these characters for 30 years, for 20 minutes of a movie about these characters, forget these characters. Like they're just being Jason Muse and a very quiet Kevin Smith mm-hmm. for 20 minutes of the movie. And then they discover like, Oh yeah, we're Jay and Silent Bob. He needs to be more like this. And I need to be more like this. It's huh, okay. Yeah. But that's not what we're here talking yeah, about right so, now. So I could go on. I could shit all over Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Don't worry. So, uh, so definitely recommend this, right? Oh, like, big time. This so this is the first uh, in-home release mm-hmm. that I've got. I didn't do Trolls World Tour. Oh, I'm missing out. I saw The Hunt before it hit uh, the home premiere thing. Right. You saw um, the um, Bloodshot too, right? I, did, I waited for that to be rental. Okay. That wasn't yeah. when it was 20 bucks. This one I paid the full twenty dollars for to rent, and it was very worth it. Worth like it. it was, okay, cool. It's a really, it's not a family watch, but if you like highbrow, smarter, funny films, dark comedy that deal, it's a, it's it's a real comedy. Like it's, okay. you feel like you're actually watching a family get their shit together, like go and, through the grieving process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and it's really like, it's sad. Like okay. it is, it's a sad movie. It's not a happy movie until maybe the last five, 10 minutes. That really quick too, before we get out of here, I, I realized I forgot to mention. So I know that Steve Buscemi is in it because I've seen he him is. in the trailers. Yeah. How's he? I just want to. Oh no, he's great. He's up. only in it for about like 10 minutes or so. He's that's, towards the end. That's what I figured. Okay. Um, the movie really focuses on Davidson, his mom and his sister and Bill Burr and Bill Burr for <laughs> okay. like the first hour. Like that's building that relationship, and then it's you know all the stuff that you get to see them bonding and getting along and other things like that. Mm-hmm. But it's Davidson is a delight too. Like I didn't know he could act. He's kind of just Pete Davidson. He's kind of just himself. Yeah. Yeah, but his like he's does a really good job in it. Because even that could be tricky. Yeah. Like trying to play yourself but not yourself. But it's yeah, like, a lot of like no one feels like they're acting in it's the movie. It's not like a caricature, which is really nice. Yeah. yeah, like uh, like um. Knocked up when you have the riffing scenes where they're, you know, Jason Siegel is talking about the pubes or whatever and all that stuff. Right. Like all those dudes felt like they were acting. Also, too, like all the friends were all named after their names. Yeah. It's like, here's Jonah and Jason. Yeah. And, like- and, it, it, and then it's, you know, funny people. I, that's a good movie, but Adam Sandler, who's kind of the main point of it really mails it in, which is surprising because I know he can act really well. Mm-hmm. Like Punch Drunk Love is one of my favorite movies. And because of him, because he just turns in this fucking he just incredible, incredible yeah. performance of this like sociopathic deranged schizophrenic dude. Like, yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. It's out of left field. And at, like that, the ending of that movie is beautiful too. Mm-hmm. 
but you know this movie feels like you get to watch really grimy people just like kind of come together pick themselves up out of the grime figure it out yeah okay so, so worth the 20 bucks worth the 20 bucks is streaming on every single platform you can rent a movie on <laughs> so go and get it awesome yeah so i gotta check that out too put so. some more money in apatow's pocket he's hurting oh i know <laughs> he's no. probably hurting uh because he just produces everything because he did three documentaries i think between this is 40 and this and now? yeah yeah because he did the gary shandling documentary on uh hbo and mm-hmm. i forget the other two but the shandling one is really good i think he produces other things too still i don't know yeah but like things he actually directed i know he's done he did the shandling one and fuck i forget the other two okay we'll have to look but the look gary shandling the gary shandling documentary is one of the best like documentaries into a comedian mm-hmm. that you can watch and there's not many out there really like right yeah, other than jerry seinfeld's comedian and uh um super high me with doug benson <laughs> yeah. because it's like that's all this marijuana um uh advocacy infomercial but it's also a lot of his stand-up and stuff and, like right. you get to yeah. see like kind of doug everything. benson's life uh but yeah no this it's it's a really great movie apatow knocks out of the park directing he really captures the reality of staten island and like just the little suburb neighborhoods because it's 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 not like that's awesome okay the normal new york boroughs in staten island it, it right. is it's not like the glamour it's, shots or it's not no that, yeah. and it's it's more of a suburban like island city uh right i have a buddy whose dad's from there uh but uh oh no no he's from long island sorry okay <laughs> a little different but. yeah yeah but um no it, it does a really good job of capturing that he's got a group of friends that are in comparison to the knocked up group of friends but of course a yeah. little tra- a lot trashier and funnier <laughs> okay so and diverse more diverse that's awesome okay yeah so i'll have to check that out um <laughs> because knocked up was just a bunch of white dudes complaining just, about their just problems. complaining about yeah. things yeah this at least has like one black dude and a latino dude and diversity yeah it's a real thing yeah um so yeah that's awesome we'll have to check that out uh let us know what you think about the movie uh you can find us on twitter or instagram just at heiferbrew at heiferbrew or heiferbrew.com um facebook heiferbrew too yeah i think facebook heiferbrew heiferbrew um and that is it guys thank you for listening and uh, we will be back whoop whoop whoop